0: Do our discipleship conversations matter? I mean, really, does it matter if we engage people along life's way, particularly children, and talk to them about Jesus? As a pastor's wife, as a ministry leader, as the director of the Family Disciple Me ministry, I must say this is something of a bandwagon for me because children matter. The next generation matters to Jesus. And I recently had an experience that underscored to me how important these individual conversations with kids are. When we have the opportunity to speak Jesus, we have no idea. How he's going to use that in days and months and years to come in kids' lives. So I want to share that with you, but I'm going to go ahead and cue the intro first, and then I'll be back to share this story that, well, should we call it a COVID conversation with a kid named Kale? I'll see you back here in a minute. Discipleship starts with a conversation. Sometimes that's easy, but sometimes we're not sure where to even begin. This podcast is created to inspire us about scriptures and relevant topics so that we can walk closer with Jesus and then have meaningful biblical conversations with those God has entrusted to us. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams, and I'm the founder of the Family Disciple Me Ministry. We believe that no matter what our age or stage in life, devotion and discipleship are God's calling on every one of His followers as we seek Him, speak Him together. So let's skip the intimidation and get straight to the conversation. As an Airbnb host, I have had the opportunity to meet hundreds and thousands of people and some of those interactions have seriously been divine appointments. I've gotten to pray with families as they gathered together before sending out a missionary child. I've gotten to spend time with people who were getting away and just celebrating special moments in their lives. I've gotten to be a part of brides special days and I've gotten to be a part of family reunions. I've gotten to grieve with those who grieve when they've gathered together for a funeral. There are so many different interactions that I have had along the way with this tent making job of mine, this hosting job slash ministry that I do. But sometimes when my guests come I have an extraordinary opportunity to make a new friend. And one of my new friends in particular is a family that came for the first time, I think, back in 2019. They came and they stayed at my cottage and they loved it. They love Colorado, had a great time here. I'm not sure that we even got to meet in person on that particular trip. But when quarantine started in 2020, they got hold of me and they booked to come stay in Colorado for two weeks that ended up being three weeks. Well, as they were here, we ended up having conversations and realized that both Both of us, both of our families are families of faith. I got to tell them that I'm a pastor's wife and talk to them about scripture. I got to tell them about the family Disciple Me ministry and and they subscribed and they began to track with that. Well, along the way, they invited me to sit down with a couple of their boys and talk to them about what it looks like to follow Jesus and to answer some of their spiritual questions. It was an amazing moment. We were sitting outside around the table, safely socially distancing, but having conversations about faith about the Bible, about salvation, about Jesus. I can't remember all the questions that, that we talked about. I can't remember all the answers that I gave, but I remember that it was bright and sunny and these beautiful little boys were asking me questions and their parents were sitting there. It was really an amazing moment for me. Well, Fast forward, we are three years later from those moments where we had those COVID conversations, and I've stayed in touch with this family along the way. They've been back, and and we have interacted on texting and communicating because that initial business relationship became a friendship. And recently, they contacted me and asked whether or not they would be able to come on certain dates and come stay at my cottage again. And it turned out, That the dates that they initially wanted didn't work. But as I looked at my calendar, the next week was entirely open. And so they said, Oh, that could work. And I said, That's amazing because simultaneously, that week that you're here is my church's vacation Bible blast. And I'm leading that ministry this year. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be an amazing week. And your boys can come be part of that if they want to. Well, Long story short, they ended up booking to come that week. Well, as they began to look for plane tickets to get here, they realized that they needed to come a day earlier because, well, flights are expensive on Sunday and they're less expensive on Saturday. And so we worked out the details for them to come on Saturday. And the mom texted me and said, we are so excited because now that means we get to come to Vanguard Church on Sunday. And I texted back to her, oh, that will be so amazing if you can come on Sunday because all the decorations are going to be set up for Vacation Bible Blast, plus it is going to be Baptism Sunday. And Baptism Sundays are huge celebration Sundays at Vanguard Church. Well, a couple days later, I got a text from this mom saying that when she told her boys that it's going to be Baptism Sunday the weekend they're in town— Her youngest son, Cale, proclaimed that he wants to be baptized at Vanguard that day. And he wants me to baptize him. Even now in the studio, I feel very teary as I tell this story. When I first read that mom's text, I was at the gym with my daughter, Journey Grace, and I just started crying when I read that text. And Journey Grace looked over at me and said, What is wrong with you? And I said, I'm okay. I promise I'm okay. I'll tell you when we leave the gym. And I texted that mom back and I said, That's amazing that he wants to be baptized while he's here in Colorado, but he wants me, capital M E, to baptize him. I wanted to make sure that I understood her prior text correctly. And she texted back and she said that her son was adamant that I be the one to baptize him. Why? Why me? Why should I have that honor? Why should I have that privilege? And the reason he told his mom is because of the conversation that we had had three years ago. Three years ago, when we sat outside during quarantine, during the pandemic, and we talked about Jesus, he said that that was a marked moment in his life he must have been in kindergarten at that point he was just a little guy and i had that amazing opportunity to invest in his life invited in by his parents fast forward and this coming june when they're visiting i get the immense honor and privilege of baptizing this child i don't claim to deserve that privilege his mom and his dad are amazing Christ followers, and either or both of them are the ones deserving of the honor because they're the ones who've invested in him since he was a baby, teaching him and training him about Jesus. But because I had a meaningful, intentional, deliberate discipleship conversation with this little guy years ago, I get the privilege of baptizing him into the body of Christ my soul quivers with joy over that. God knew that I needed that in my journey to encourage me in what I do in ministry. And that young man's faith encourages me to keep taking my next step as I enter my 48th year of following Jesus. But here's the takeaway of this whole story for me. Our conversations with the next generation matter it matters when we talk to the children god has entrusted to us about him it matters that we show up for our own families and teach them about faith that is biblical that is deuteronomy 6 living out that command to talk about god and his word and teach his commands to our children along life's way but god wants us to go beyond our immediate families and invest in other people's families. What does that look like in your life? Is there a carpool kid who joins you in your vehicle a couple few times a week, maybe daily, that you can speak Jesus into their lives? Is there a possibility that maybe at your church, they're looking for kids ministry volunteers. They need people who will show up And love on those toddlers who will talk to those elementary kids who will invest in those students. Maybe God would have you talk to the teenagers in your home, those teenagers that come to hang out with your kid. Maybe your college student is bringing home some of his or her friends like my college student is doing this week. I think we're going to have about 10 of them at my house tomorrow night. For only about 12 hours as they're passing through town, but I can speak Jesus into them. I can have intentional, meaningful conversations, not just avoiding them, ignoring them, feeding them, talking to them about whatever is trivial or whatever, but I can engage them. I can love on them in Jesus' name, and I can build bridges of communication with them so that they can know more about Jesus. I am beyond honored that I got to do that with my young friend, Cale. I don't know what this sort of opportunity looks like in your life, but I know this. We can skip the intimidation, and we can get straight to the conversations that really matter—the discipleship conversations, the conversations about God and His Word that make an eternal difference let's not be intimidated. Let's not just shrink back and focus on ourselves and our own families. Let's make others matter in Jesus' name as well. May we be people of courage, you, me, all of us, because we have a great, great commission. Oh, friend, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you. May the Lord turn His toward you. And as you turn your countenance toward him and gently take the countenances of those entrusted to you and turn their faces toward him, may he pour his greatest blessings on you and give you peace. Go with God, friend. Have the conversations that matter. In Jesus' name, be encouraged. I'll see you next time.